Welcome to Map It Marketing for small business owners who want to become more confident and capable in their marketing. I'm Rachel Claver, and I'm a small business owner just like you. I've learned that there are so many different things that we are supposed to do all the time. And trying to work it all out is quite frankly often very confusing. In this podcast, we're going to explore what those things are and whether you need to pay attention to them. Ready? Let's get started. talking about one of my old friends of social media this week, LinkedIn. I feel like I've been cheating on LinkedIn a little bit this year because I've become so obsessed with Instagram and a little bit of TikTok. But when it comes down to it, LinkedIn still has my first love. I believe it is one of the most underrated platforms of social media for small business owners. And so many business owners have a block about LinkedIn. And I don't understand why. I think it's because we have an outdated idea around what LinkedIn actually was. It's so much more than a job finding or corporate social media platform. So we're going to dig deep into how to create an effective lead generating LinkedIn personal profile page to help you get your target market whether you're a service-based or a product-based business, because LinkedIn is powerful for both. And the cool thing is, because not many people are still using it in this way, you have an advantage if you start to. So come and have a listen to how we build out a profile and make sure that you also take the free download that comes with this episode. It's in the show notes of a PDF or an infographic that shows you how to block out and plan your LinkedIn profile. It's part of our map it marketing strategy that we do with our clients, and we're going to gift that to you this week. So make sure you get that. And otherwise, let's get ready to talk about how to create a lead generating LinkedIn profile. Welcome to episode 28 of the Mapper Marketing Podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Claver, and I'm also the guest for today. So Rachel Claver and Rachel Claver are going to join working with you. First of all, I want to say thank you so much for your tuning in every week. Um, I know some of you, this might be your first time you've listened to us, but for those of you that have become regulars and fans, thank you so much. I love your emails and your support, and I especially love it when you review us and you rate us on um, your chosen podcast account because it helps other people trust us. So thank you so much for those of you that have done that. All right, we're going to jump in today talking about LinkedIn. And as I mentioned in the, in, in the introduction, I've always loved LinkedIn. I've loved it for a long time. It's actually where I have my biggest audience. I have, um, still not huge, uh, but huge for me. I've got 7,000 followers currently on LinkedIn. And it is a place that I learned to show up on a regular basis. I learned to fall in love with the platform and love the community that's on there. I do know that for a lot of small business owners that people often have a real block around LinkedIn. They're scared of it. And I think that that often comes down to our feelings and confidence around how we see ourselves as business owners. We're freaking out, I think, that we're going to turn up on LinkedIn and someone's going to go, liar, you're a liar. You're not a real business owner. What are you doing on here? And I think that that makes it a hard thing for people. I notice a lot of people who often uh, work a lot with women in business feel nervous being on that platform and you don't need to. It is not a boys network. It is not a corporate network. Obviously, there are people who work in corporate. And if your target market is corporate, it is definitely the place that you need to be. But I normally say if you have a market that is employed 
and likes to have money, uh, likes to spend money, then your target market is definitely on LinkedIn somewhere. And it's just about working out how to get in front of those people. The other thing I said in the introduction, which is really important, is that if you're the only one in your industry showing up on LinkedIn, you automatically have an advantage over everyone else in your industry because you are the one that's standing out. Um, And so even if your market is quite small on there, they will find you because you're the only one there and it still has that opportunity to do that. So what we're going to do today is we're going to talk about your LinkedIn personal profile. Last week in the podcast, we talked to Michelle J. Raymond all about how to build out a LinkedIn company page. And to have that, you need to have your own personal profile. I'm a big advocate for posting and interacting on LinkedIn. And the most important part of that, and this is where it's quite different to other social media platforms, I think, is it is about commenting on other people's posts. And that's how people find you as opposed to doing your own posts, although you can also do that. That also works. Um, But you can literally get leads just from commenting on other people's posts. And you have to make sure that your profile is 100% watertight in terms of who you are, who you're selling to, and what you're working with. So that's what we're going to walk on today. Now, one of the questions I often get asked is, do you need to have a premium account on LinkedIn? And here's my answer. I have a premium account on LinkedIn. I have had it for about nine years. I have no idea what the difference is between a premium account and a non-premium account in terms of reach. I tried to take myself off for a little while to test it, but I got panicked after a month and took myself back on again in case it was going to ruin everything. So I don't know. I can tell you that there's some advantages to having a premium account. For example, I can contact people that you can't. I can do better searches, more in-depth searches to find people. But the reality is day-to-day, I don't need those tools. So the things that we're sharing about today are all things that you can do in your account regardless. The other thing I want to talk about is I have what's called a creator account. So I have set my account to follow instead of connect. So people can still follow me. They can still request to connect with me, um, but they've got to go through a few things. Most people will follow me. And the reason I'm doing that is um, just from the personality that I am, what I'm doing at the moment and building my business, that is currently where I want to be as opposed to being a follower account and connections. I still have all those connections. But it means that people can just follow me for the stuff that I've got, my contents, I do it a lot. For you, most of the time I'm going to say, do just a normal connect account um, as opposed to doing one that's a, a, a creator account. But by all means, do the creator account if you want to. All right. So I've actually got my, if you notice me, if you're watching the video and you notice me um, link down, I've got my LinkedIn profile in front of me to remind me to make sure I cover everything. So we're going to go right from the top. The first thing you need to think about is the banner. Um, that is the part um, you can add, you need to add an image here. And that is really important because when someone comes to your profile, this is where we can already put a first call to action in your profile. So it needs to be your brand colors. It needs to have maybe your saying or a call to action. So for, for example, mine says, if you call your business a best kept secret, we need to talk. We're great at telling secrets. So our part of our um, focus Focus is working with businesses who identify as a best kept secret. And so I'm using that as my lead generating call to action in my banner. You need to test it out. Um, If you're using Canva, it's really annoying because Canva doesn't have like a banner. Um, Things I've always got to go and Google, what is the size of the banner? 
but you create it for that. It's quite a skinny and long one. And you do need to test out to make sure it looks good on mobile and also on um, desktop because people use both. Um, This is a platform that people use both mobile and desktop. And I tend to suggest putting the words on the right-hand side because on the left-hand side, that's where your profile picture goes. So that's what the first thing is, the banner. It's really important. Don't just have it as a a gray or a LinkedIn blank thing. Don't just have an image there. Use it and put words on it. It's real estate that you need. The second thing that I would recommend to do then is to make sure that you have a really good recent profile picture. Now, I'm going to tell you a little hack I did because your image goes everywhere with you. And it can be really easy for it to blend in. So what I did is I used Canva. I got the image I wanted to use. I've got the pro account on Canva. So I removed the background and put one of my brand colors in the background. So it just fits in with the look and feel. I made sure I was wearing colors that were brand colors as well, because it's all about the brand. And I put that picture there. But the picture needs to be up to date. It needs to look like you. It needs to be clear. And it's best just to have a head and shoulders because it is a very small picture as opposed to having a big picture. Now, um, some people are funny about sharing their pictures online, but this is about us networking person to person. And this is a personal thing. This is where it's quite different. This is the other reason I like LinkedIn. It's very different to other social media accounts, although you know Instagram's changing and things like that are changing, where this is very much person to person networking and relationship building. I'm not talking to other brands. I'm talking to other people. So we need to make sure that, that photo is there to make people feel comfortable and happy. Now, one of the cool things that LinkedIn's got is it has the opportunity now to upload an up to 30 second cover video that you can put in that profile as well. So mine has that. If you go to my profile, put my profile in the show notes. Um, I've got one. I st- the first day I did it, I just re- literally recorded one in my bedroom because it came live. Since then, I've now recorded a 27 second proper one with full subtitles and have uploaded that into there. It doesn't matter if you don't do that, um, but you need to talk about who you serve, introduce yourself and talk about who you serve, how you serve them and what you can do and how you do that. Um, And so it's just another way for people to find out a bit more about you, to build that trust and to have the interaction. Um, And they can press the button if they come to your profile or autoplay for the first three seconds regardless. Um, And then they can press it and listen to that. And it's a great way for people to build trust with you. Right, underneath that, is where we put our name and you need to put your name that you're known as. So mine's Rachel Plava. And then next to that, there will be an option to have, and I'm not too, this is one thing I'm not too sure if it's a premium or a free thing, um, but there is an option that's like a little, um, a little loud hailer option. You can actually press a button and record how to pronounce your name. So people call me Rachel Claver all the time. Um, that's okay. Um, it's not the biggest thing that could happen. But I can go Rachel Claver, not Claver. It's Claver, and people can, can pronounce my name. I love this tool because I'm often freaking out about how to pronounce someone's name. I want to make sure I do it correctly. So I've got this tool. I can sit there and listen and practice and, and make sure that I'm pronouncing people's words and names properly. So I think it's great. Um, and you can also choose to put your pronouns there too. So one of the big things on LinkedIn has been making sure that we can. I notice Instagram's now doing it too. Um, you can identify yourself by your pronouns to make sure that people know whether you're she, her, they, them, he, she, um, he, her, him. So you can put that on there if you want to. Um, so I've chosen to do that. You don't have to do it. Um, but it's partly because I want to make sure that people who do identify um, as other genders feel comfortable and safe to do that because I'm doing that. That's why I've done it. 
So that's the banner. And then we've done the photo. Now we've done the name and talked about how to make sure your name is pronounced right. And now we come to pretty much the most important part of your LinkedIn profile. All those things are important, but if you can get this one thing right, it will make a huge difference. Your headline follows you everywhere on LinkedIn. The first 80 characters of your headline follows you wherever you go. So if you make a comment on something somewhere, it will be your name. And then underneath the first 80 characters of your headline will be there. So if you say something like owns cool baby clothing store or something like that, like whatever the name is, maybe it's like owns owns Bananarama pajamas or something like that. It doesn't say anything about who you help what you sell really, I mean, we know you do pajamas, but we don't know what it is and why we should buy from you. And so that first 80 characters is really important because that first 80 characters tells people what solution you're solving for them. So mine says marketing action plan that increases profit. So I'm automatically saying that is the thing. If you come and see me, that is the thing we're going to talk about. That means that maybe I might get less people viewing my profile because only the people that view my profile are the ones that actually want that. But it means that that is the way that you can put it through. And you can still do other stuff in there. So I'm going to read mine out. Marketing action plan that increases profit. Then I have a spider emoji. Be a spider builder web. Now, I've put that there because that is my language. It's who I am. And it means that people can identify that I'm creative and that I'm thinking about how to describe things. And then I have a whole lot of keywords. Strategy, action plans, coaching, Zoho CRM, active campaign. So those are all keywords that I know people are going to find. And then I have speaker, trainer, podcast, map it marketing. So a lot of it LinkedIn is based around because it's highly indexed. People can find things on, on Google very well. And so I want to make sure that my headline has some keywords in it so we can find it. But that first 80 characters is all about serving the person that I'm working with. Now, one thing it doesn't have in here, which it probably shouldn't, it has in the past, is who my target market is. So it really should say, your headline should really say, what you do, who you do it for, and how you do it. And mine is messing around with that. Um, that's partly because I'm on LinkedIn all the time. I have a relatively good following. People kind of know who I am. But what I want you to do, and this is that whole thing of be be what I say and not what I do, um, is I want you to think about who you serve, what you do, and how you do it. And then you need to put that, try and fit as much of that into the first 80 characters so that follows people around so they know I don't want to see owner of or CEO of or founder of in that first 80 characters because that's a waste of letters that you could use to help people find you. So think about the solution. Is it something that people want to have? I've got increases profit because I want people to know that that's sort of marketing strategies we do. So that's really important. All right, so that's that headline. That's that's a really key part of that. Then I have underneath that like a link to my page. Um, we talked about company pages last week, so we won't we don't want to talk about that now. Um, and then there, there will be um, if you if you've got I think this is just a premium thing, but it will give me a dashboard. So it's giving me a dashboard that tells me how many people have viewed my profile, um, how many views, and how many search appearances I've had. So, that, but that's not something that you would normally see unless you've got the premium. And then we come down to one of the most important parts again of your profile. Everything's important. I know everything is important. 
Um, and that is the featured section. It's actually a new section this year, or relatively new this year. And this is a place that you can put links and fill up your profile with information that will help people. And I listened to another podcast, actually, with a, an amazing woman called Judy Fox, who is a LinkedIn trainer. And she actually talked about this, and I changed the way I did things since I listened to her. So I'm going to share what she basically said. So what we want to do in that featured section is I want you to think about what links you could share that could help three different levels of audience. The first are cold, people who don't really know who you are, who've come to your profile because they're curious, and you want to give them something easy access to kind of give them an idea of who you are. So an example of that would be a blog, a link to a short video, um, a link to maybe a bit of press. It wouldn't be a link to your website front page because that feels a little bit salesy, but something that gives people, people a bit of information. It might even be a great post that you did on LinkedIn. You can copy the link of that and share share that into there so that people get an idea of who you are. It might be one where you're introducing your team or sharing information about the way you work or something like that. So the first thing is to cold. The next thing is something that's warm. So for me, for my warm ones, um, I use a couple of different things or I have in the past. Um, I've got my podcast, which is kind of in that cold warm. I think it's quite a lot of effort to listen and trust someone enough to listen to a podcast. So I'd say that that would be in the warmer space. Um, I know that some people just come and find my podcast, but you know, you guys are risk takers if you did that, but a lot of people aren't. So that's kind of my warm space is, hey, and here's my podcast if you want to check it out and listen to it. And then the hot one might be something like um, download my free offer, um, get this free information, come and be part of this event, something like that to help people come and generate that. And you can move these things around. Like I'm just sitting here thinking, hey, you know, we've got this great couple of great events coming up, which we'll tell you about in the outro. And one of them is a free one, um, you know, and I'm going to share, should I share that? Because maybe I should share that because it's coming from a pop-up. Yes, definitely. Those are the things that you can put in that featured section. And you can add things in and take things out. Um, I've currently got, uh, one of the ones I've currently got in there is a short video of me talking about um, the fact that I am old and fat um, and talking about how it's one of my physical advantages now because it makes me different to everyone else who's on video, who's young, lithe and energetic. Um, and so that has had like 71 um, likes. It's had 36 comments. It's had over a thousand views as a video. So it's actually, for me, that's a good number of views for video. That means I want people, I'm sharing that because people can tap that and get an idea of who I am and my personality. Then I've got my podcast. Then I've got a link around, you know, like one of my stuff blogs because I write for stuff. And so that's good to show, hey, this is what I do. I, I do opinion pieces in a national newspaper. And then I've got some links to some other things like case studies and things like that. So you can add case studies that are good for warm audiences in there as well. So I try and keep it between three and five options, but it means that people can have a look at it. So that's the next section. That was the featured section. Then underneath the featured section, there will be a thing that shows your activity. And you can see this on anyone's profile. This is what I use to see if someone else is active on LinkedIn. Um, and I do that if someone asks to connect with me, I go and check. And if they are not active on LinkedIn, then I don't follow them. I also don't follow them if I see their posts and their posts don't align with my values 
or I see their comments on other people's posts and they don't align with their values. And this is really important to know. It is super important to know that you will be judged or you will see, you need to be careful that everything you comment on on LinkedIn, it's possible for people to see it on your profile. So if you have extreme political views or extreme um, views on anything, you need to be aware that you need to be prepared to stand by that. Um, There are definitely views that I would want to share maybe to my close friends that I wouldn't necessarily share on LinkedIn, partly because I just don't want to have arguments on LinkedIn. And at the moment, there are some areas, um, you know, I'm recording this during Auckland's lockdown. You know, we've got arguments around lockdowns and COVID. And a lot of it is business appropriate, but it just becomes more than that so fast. And so I just avoid it. So if there's someone who's always doing that and instigating argument, then I'm going to see those things. So in that area of activity, it will show you your follower numbers, which has got mine. I think I've just lost one because I had 7,000 and now I've got 6,999. So anyway, um, so that's okay though. It's not about the numbers, Rachel. It's not about the numbers. So but you can go and look at someone's activity. You can press see activity and you can see that they'll have all activity. Then it has articles. So that's any blogs that you've published under your name will be on there. And I've got a few of those. Blogs aren't huge and articles aren't huge on LinkedIn. Every now and again, you'll get one that goes viral. I've had ones that have had, you know, 65,000 views, huge numbers of views. But the majority of them, if you look at them, you know, these are 17, 17, 11, 9. I have 7,000 followers and I often have a lot of different people commenting on posts. You know, I've had posts that easily go to eight or 9,000 reach but you can see the comparative to that you know having my articles on LinkedIn aren't huge I have articles on my LinkedIn mainly because it's great for SEO for search engine optimization it links back to my blog for highly indexed so it helps link back to our blog um, rather than worrying about too much actually trying to get reach on my post there and then I've got my posts so you can have a look at the posts and see what they're there so you can actually have a look at what people's posts are I will go and have it have a look at that but it also shows you what your recent posts are so if you're struggling to find a post that you've done this is the easiest way to play to do it because LinkedIn is terrible about finding ways to do it then I have documents so that is actually uploading PDF carousel posts and things like that so people can download those if they want to and then it has interests which is showing like the companies I'm following the influencers that I follow um, which is interesting. I just only discovered this link myself. I think this is new. Um, groups that I'm part of and then schools that I'm part of as well. So you can actually have a look at quite a lot of information about someone and people can also see that about you. So just be conscious of what you're following, your activity on there as well. Um, this is really important. I, I see a lot of people get into issues when it gets to this. All right, so we've talked about the banner and the, and the profile picture, the video, um, your name. We've talked about the headline. We've talked about the dashboard, which you can only see in premium, the featured section and your activity. And now we're at the about stage. And this is the other area that business owners often get a bit confused with because they try and put their business information in this. This is your personal profile. So we definitely want to know about your business, but in context about yourself. So when I look at mine, I talk about my motivation. I talk about why I love what I do. I talk about my official title, which is is Chief Small Business Marketing Strategist, Marketing Coach and Co-Owner of Identify. 
But then I talk about what that means for me. I talk about my past experience in there and why, what I, where I've been. It talks about how I fit in with people. Um, and then it also talks about some of my values and why those are important. So this is not about writing about your business in here. This is writing about who you are as a business person and how you might be the right person for someone to work with you. And you need to make sure that at the end, there's a call to action with that. So I've got, I'm here at either of those things or both of these relate to you, let's talk. So it's got that lovely call to action in there. Um, So that's important. Then underneath that, we have your experience. So that's where you're going to put your work experience. Um, I've got all sorts of stuff in there um, because I've been doing it for ages. So feel, feel free to put those things in there. You know, like I've got um, most of my stuff is around my other small businesses that I've had. Um, it's also got my information about me being a columnist for stuff. So you can put those things in there. I should actually put my podcast um, in there as well because that would be a good fit. Um, and so you can put your information there. And then under that, that's where you can put information about the business. So for example, under identify marketing, that's where I've got, I've written some information in there about what the business does. So that's where that belongs. Um, so just remember that you're about us is you're about there is all about you. And then when you do your experience, that's where you put your business information instead. Underneath there, you can put your education. Um, it's surprising how people search for that. So it's quite important. And then if you've got any licenses or certifications, um, we've got, you know, we're Active Campaign Certified Consultants and the Zoho CRM Partners. So we've got that in there. If you've got any qualifications or anything there, it's really good to put that there to show that social proof um, and other bits and pieces. And then there is a skills and endorsement stage. And I think this is the area that I do not use very much at all. It used to be that you were encouraged to give other people skills and endorsements. LinkedIn's really stopped doing that a lot as much, but you can still go and do that. Um, It is interesting when that happened is it starts to show some ideas. So actually my top three are marketing strategies, social media marketing and social media, which are all kind of connected. So, you know, like it's kind of, it's kind of like a virtual social proof, I guess, um, and then you can ask for recommendations. Again, this is an area that I have been really slack on, um, but you can put that in and then you can focus on other bits and pieces. I think LinkedIn, one of the things I like about it is as a business owner, it allows you to do a whole lot of holistic view of who you are. So I've been an author, so I've got my publications there. So if you have if you've, if you've do other things that you think are interesting, if you volunteer in an interesting place, so you do those things. Add those into your profile because it gives people a rich idea of the person that they might be working with. And I think that's one of the things that I really enjoy with it. Um, The other thing just to talk about this is one of the key things to do is when you create your profile, and I think you need maybe 100 followers for this or connections. I'm not 100% certain. I need to probably check that. But um, is to make sure that your hype, your URL, you can customize that. So mine actually is linkedin.com and then there's that the slash in for linkedin slash and then rachel claver so that means that my name is searchable my name is searchable because linkedin heights highly indexed it's more likely to find me it's much nicer to have a named thing there so try and get your name if you don't have it um you can maybe need to say like you know jill smith nz 
um, or Jill J. Smith NZ or whatever it is that you need to do to get that. But try and get a custom um, URL because it makes it much nicer to share um, to other people. It's easier to find. It's good for SEO and it's creating it. So that's how you build out a great LinkedIn profile. Make sure that you've got that really good call to action in your banner. Make sure you've got that that clarity around who you served, um, how you serve them and what you do to do that um, in your uh, headline, make sure you've got the featured with a cold, a warm and a hot call to actions or actions that people can take in the featured section. Make sure you talk about who you are in the about the about stage and that you've got a call to action to encourage people and, and all these things contribute to that lead generating. Because when we have a grateful profile and then we go and start commenting and sharing, you'll go, oh, I like the sound of what that person is and they come and see you. If you are clear on who you serve and what you do and how you do it, that person can then make a decision. Yes, this is a person I want to talk to or no, it's not. Um, And that's how you create a lead generating LinkedIn profile. As I mentioned, there is a free download this week, which is our infographic that we share as with our marketing strategy clients, which is how to build out a LinkedIn profile, just as a visual format of what we've talked about today. So please download that. There's no requirement to um, give us an email address. There's just a link and you can download it. And I'd love to see your LinkedIn profiles. Come and connect with me on LinkedIn and um, show me your profile when it's done. Send me a message when you've optimized it and I'd love to see it. Have a great week. Thanks for tuning in today to Map It Marketing with me, Rachel Claver. Make sure you hit subscribe in your podcast app so you don't miss an episode. And if you want notes or information about today's podcast, go to rachelclaver.com slash podcast for more information.